Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. extra time i'm your host chris uh with me this week i've got uh adam how are you good thank you good 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 and i've got uh emma common with hey. hola que tal <clears throat> uh we oui. bien sûr yes seamless <laughs> <laughs> right this week we're going to talk about premier league games that have happened midweek gate premier games that happened this weekend uh, European leagues, um, cats, um, <laughs> sexual abuse corner has gone and been replaced by animal abuse corner uh, from last week. Uh, and we're going to talk about other bits and bobs as well. So we're going to start um, at uh, St James's Park, where Newcastle beat Everton 3 1 on Tuesday. A um, couple of own goals, one from Jamal Lascelles, who made up for it a minute or so later as he forced an own goal from Mason Holgate. Uh, Ryan Fraser, and then a very nice Kieran Trippier free kick. Um, successive wins for Newcastle uh, Emma they seem to be turning a corner now they've spent all this lovely lovely oil money <laughs> that's what oil money will do I guess yeah uh, I'm surprised I didn't think it would happen why didn't you think it was happening because players need time to gel already Howe not a good manager or... uh, I, I mean I wasn't particularly inspired by the players that they signed um, but you know, I guess, I guess, well, I'm wrong, okay, so, <laughs> what do I know? This feels like it might be the first time you've ever admitted that. Uh, for legal reasons, yes, absolutely. <laughs> How does it feel? Is it cathartic? No, it's terrifying, I think. <laughs> Don't do it again. I'm never doing it again, no. Never apologise. I like to It's Twitter, never apologise, never explain. Um, Jordan Pickford got upset with some of the fans, didn't he? Uh, because one of them turned up dressed up as a dinosaur um, with tiny little arms. <laughs> and the implication being he's got tiny little arms himself for a well, goalkeeper. He does. He's got T-Rex arms. Yeah, they were waving to him behind the ground dressed up as, as T-Rexes. Uh, and then he also punched his own player, didn't he? Um, Adam, did you see that? <laughs> uh, I don't remember that bit. Uh, I think there's a cross coming in and his own player was like sort of 70-30 to get it, but Jordan really wanted that 30. So he um, he jumped in the air to sort of punch the ball clear and sort of give his defender a right-hander. Show everyone how long his arms are. Yeah, well, that, yeah. And then he sort of turned around to the Newcastle fans and went, see how long my arms are? Yeah. <laughs> Just knock my own player out. Um, meanwhile, Michael Keane is receiving oxygen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did you make of Everton's performance? 
Um, it actually wasn't that bad. Okay. What up until? Um, up, in, up until Wednesday. I was going to say, sorry, up until, because Everton took the lead, so were they okay until Newcastle scored, or or what? No, because both the goals were, both of those goals were a bit scrappy, right? They were, they didn't have the same goals, but essentially both players got the ball, hit them on the line and went in. Mm. Um, so, neither Lascelles nor Holgate can really be blamed for, for their part in those goals. Um, uh, and then just they just were they weren't you know they've been previously they created some chances um they were maybe disadvantaged by the fact that they had two, um both Damari Gray and Yerry Mina go off in the first sort of 30, 34 minutes I think Yerry Mina went off on and, mm. um so they were maybe slightly hamstrung them and Newcastle were then yeah just managed to to take some of their chances um. A bit, a bit poor, I think, from either Pickford or Gordon on setting up on the wall for the Trippier goal. But yeah, that looked really weird, didn't it? <clears throat> yeah, I think there was a gap, which isn't what you want. No, that's not what you want. He, he, yeah, he, um, he, I mean, it was well spotted by him, but it seemed a very sort of sloppy goal to give away and was did Deli Alley give the ball away for the Ryan Fraser goal in the build up to the Ryan Fraser goal he, he, he did yeah yeah what did you make of Alley and Van der Beek when they came on um yeah they were they were they were okay they got settled in right and like I said like um Deli Alley was uh brought on a lot earlier than expected because of Demario Gray's injury mm. um and you don't know whether that is exactly how they they plan to utilise him, but that's kind of what you, you had to do when uh, there was no Dominic Calvert-Lewin and you set up in a certain way, you only had so many options. So, I mean, it feels like a little bit of a... feels like a mulligan to me for him. Mm. You're never going to judge someone on their first signing anyway. On their first appearance, sorry. Um, is that Ukrainian left back still playing, or has he disappeared now? He still exists. What do you mean? He's been exiled from the country. <laughs> he's been sent back to the front lines to serve his country. No, just um, is he making yeah. the squad now, or has he yeah. been picked? Or well, no, and and the fans then played left wing back. Oh, in a strange choice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that Lampard ball? Is it? Who knows? Uh, Lampard didn't really. I don't think Lampard was famous for playing a back three, but he played a he played three centre backs and um, Coleman and Townsend at full back, at wing back. Sorry. So, hmm. I mean, obviously, obviously, you're not an Everton fan anymore. But you know, if you were an Everton fan, how would you be feeling about Lampard coming in and what you saw last night or Tuesday night? Sorry. Like I said, they were more adventurous. Yeah. And the football under Benitez was dour. I was so. going to say, imagine if you were less adventurous than under Rafa. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure how. <laughs> so you, if you were an Everton fan, you'd be a bit more optimistic, would you, than you were? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Like you said, you had those 
you have a very very positive signing. So you need to see how they're gonna gonna bed in. You're still missing Calvin Lewin. Um, there you should yeah you should be more optimistic. Okay, uh, right. We move on from there to um, just across the M62 and north on the M6. We go to Burnley as they drew one-one with uh, Manchester United. Paul Pogba gave them the lead, and for Jay Rodriguez equalised with his first goal in 50 league games. Um, Manchester United had first half goal disallowed. Um, I think it was Rafa Varane had a goal disallowed because um, Harry Maguire barged into uh, a Burnley defender. Um, Nick Pope made a couple of very good saves. There's one really good one he made from Edinson Cavani. The ball crossed in, and he was sort of scrambling from one side of the goal to the other. Cavani about sort of two feet out. Uh, all he had to do was head the ball. I don't think he did anything particularly wrong. It's just that um, Pope made up far more ground than what uh, anybody was expecting. Um, yeah, Pogba took his goal well. Luke Shaw cut back for that. Uh, and then Weeko said he had some decent link-up play for the Jay Rodriguez equaliser. Um, Burnley also had a goal disallowed. But listening to the uh, Ed on the No Question About That pod, Ed, who was on our pod a few weeks ago, he says uh, Harry Maguire uh, had a shocking game and was... Um, at fault for this second goal, which kind of was. He ran into his own player, didn't cut off the pass uh, between Wickhorst and Rodriguez, and then didn't track back fast enough before Rodriguez scored. And, um, yeah, not happy at all with Harry Maguire in this performance. Um, anyone seen the highlights from this? Oh, you, no. you know what my answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Even Fair on enough. a good day, I wouldn't <clears throat> seek out Burnley highlights. <laughs> No, okay. Uh, Burnley four points for safety, uh, but they have gone three games and beaten in West Ham. Uh, and in, in the London Stadium, West Ham won. Watford nil. Jared Bowen. Um, apparently, Watford looked a bit more solid. They looked like uh, they sort of had a few days training with Roy, two banks of four, and it was an unlucky Jared Bowen deflection which gave them the goal. That wasn't the main talking point of the game, though, was it, Emma? Uh, no, I imagine that the main talking point of the game was the fact that David Moyes decided it'd be a good idea to pick Kurt Zuma. Yes, and in typical Braith Rovers style, he said this was a footballing decision. Um, he said Excellent. that... <laughs> yes, yeah, so Kurt Zuma, for anyone that's been living under a cave this week, uh, he's been filmed abusing his cats, um, and uh, since then he's sorry, had... Sorry, living, living under a cave? You can live under a cave, I guess. Yeah. Why, well, why can't a cave have a basement? Caves have always got grounds, haven't they? There's always the floor of a cave. Yeah. You can live. I mean, you know, you have done me completely because I wasn't having that in mind. <laughs> but, you, <laughs> but you can have. Because you meant living under a rock. I meant living in a cave. Okay, Eva. I was going to say. Yeah. Mixing his metaphors, we even be. Yeah. You find and you and you find rocks in caves. So. This is true. I think bet yeah. between all those metaphors, I've got it covered, I think. There's logic yeah. in there somewhere. <laughs> My favourite one of mixing metaphors is the person that texted into a radio station when they talked about this, and he said that he once said, um, never punch a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't, yeah, it's just good advice. I mean, you know, that's what Newcastle fans and maybe Kurt Zuma would do, but um, <laughs> Kurt Zuma's... Definitely, yeah. definitely do that. <laughs> the relation of Kurt Zuma that plays for uh, Leighton Orient, he's been dropped from their squad and won't play for them for the time being while the investigation happens. Um, he's had his cats taken off him as Kurt Zuma. The police won't investigate because, you know, God forbid the Metropolitan Police actually do anything. Um, he's been dropped by Adidas. Um, 
and Vitality withdrawn their sponsorship from West Ham as well. But yes, uh, David Moyes said that he's a good player, so he picked him for footballing reasons, which maybe meant that, you know, if Kurt Zuma wasn't as good a footballer, would he have been picked? But then they read the room, though, and the day after suspended him and fined him wages. <laughs> yes, he's been fined £250,000. That's two weeks' wages. Lots... Like, people went, that's not a good idea, picking a dude who kicked his cat. Yeah. Uh, Chris Kirtland. Are you aware of Chris Kirtland, Emma? The former yeah. Liverpool goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's been on TV this week. Apparently, I think he's a animal welfare ambassador he was on breakfast news this week saying that um uh, he had to re-clarify his comments later on because he did say that abusing animals is worse than racism because animals can't talk <laughs> <laughs> so he had to do some sort of twitter apology stroke uh, explanation of his words later on <laughs> what a thing where, to where have where to apologize for yeah Antonio came out saying exactly the opposite. Uh, that's where I was just going to come on to, Mick Antonio. Yeah, he's saying exactly the opposite, wasn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think, obviously, kicking cats is wrong. Yes. Those are outside. But I think part of the reason for suspending him should have been the stupidity of putting that video up on, on the internet by yourself. Yes. Uh, who never thought that was a good like, idea? Did he put it, it, was it on, was it on his account, was it? Did well, I think it was him. It was his brother, right? Did they think the world was going to laugh with, that, with, with the matter? Like, why would you record it in the first place? What kind of galaxy brain thinking is this? A drunk galaxy brain? They shouldn't be drunk. You've got a game. A lack of self-awareness galaxy game? No I mean, idea. I. It's... People suck. People do. A bit, uh, uh, Twitter has descended today, as it tends to, into a, uh, you know, if you think kicking animals is bad, wait till you hear about racism, domestic violence, blah, blah, blah. And then other people saying, well, it is possible to be upset about cats and upset about racism and domestic violence and blah, 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 blah. God, I don't know whether I'm coming or going sometimes on, um, on Twitter.com. It's because it's be a going. toxic hellhole. <laughs> it is. Uh, so yeah um, and uh, lots of people equating the fine that West Ham gave him to various different fines for racism and I think that's kind of a sort of cow's opinion it's a moot point because I think the, the fine given for fines given for racism from the FA whereas this was from the club wasn't it so I think that's where that comes I in would, I would be surprised if there's a, a, a rule in the FA law book that says no punching cats um, for weeks wages <clears throat> Yeah. Two game ban. Yeah. Uh, I guess he'll be playing this weekend, won't he? Probably. Um, I mean, he shouldn't really. What would you do if you were West Ham? Is it a second offence or are you banning him for the period of time that the investigation happens? What would you do? Yeah, I wouldn't be playing him. Ever? Animal abuse. Why would I want that? That's not a good look. No? Okay. That's fine. I just wanted to know what you thought. That was all. I, I, I am, yeah. I love animals, Chris. They, I hate people. They're very tasty, aren't they? Some of them. I'm not <laughs> going to eat a cat, though. Some, some people, again, have come out with the, if you're not a vegan and you're upset by this, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Who, who's eating cats? Well, animals, I think, you know, people saying they don't like animal abuse, but they're quite happy to eat a... 
a burger. I think, I think that's stupid logic. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not an animal you can eat. Well, you can. Well, you, oh, sure, you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so um, the wonderful world of moral mazes and question marks then. Right, Wednesday, uh, Manchester City 2, Brentford 0. Riyad Mahrez with his eighth goal in seven Premier League games. Kevin De Bruyne with the other one. Um, Brentford have lost six in a row. Are they in trouble? Now, I've written down the word knackered here because (laughs) (laughs) Brentford limited Manchester City to one shot in the first 30 minutes. But in total in the game, City had 15 shots in total and 76% possession. Is the way Brentford play going to burn them out before the end of the season and get them into relegation trouble? Well, I mean, they're already in... Well, are they in relegation trouble? Let me have a quick look at... My I mean, they signed a guy who died last year. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Um, they're in. So... They're in fourteenth place. They are uh, seven points and one game more above Norwich, who are in the relegation zone. Okay, so kind of a bit, I guess. Yes, they've lost six in a row, and if that record continues, then of course they're going to get pulled further and further into it, aren't they? I do think there are enough worse teams than them, though. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. And this is not just because I'm on the Brentford train, <laughs> and I'm just going to ride it into the sun where, where it's going to explode. Um. I do think there are worse teams than them. Yeah. They're quite. They're very entertaining at the very least. They are, but do they need to be instead of entertaining? Do they need to be more streetwise? Probably, and what they could do with is someone who's scoring a few goals. Yes, I think they do. That might they? go a long way for them. Yes. Uh, Spurs 2, Southampton 3. Um, Spurs 2 went up with 20 minutes left uh, before Southampton scored in the 80th and 82nd minute. Uh, Ralph Hassan-Tootle said, uh, quote-unquote, best performance by far since I joined. Um, and in amongst all that, Spurs had eight shots, Southampton had 23. So they were properly outplayed in their own backyard, weren't they? Jesus, <laughs> what were Spurs doing? Uh, not shooting. What is Antonio Conte just got them running? Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> just getting fit just and running, running around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Southampton were aggrieved with one of the goals because one of their players were injured and uh, Spurs went out the other end and scored. So I don't think they're very happy about that, um, which is always fun to see. But uh, yeah, they've. Um, I think on paper you would have you would have had Spurs down to win this because I think Kane and Son both played in this game. Yeah, probably. I mean, um, Spurs aren't great, are they? If we're honest. No. But you'd still fancy them to beat Southampton. Well, you would. They're in seventh place, so they're in the Conference League spot. They are. Well, ju- they're just the four points behind West Ham, who are in fourth place, and they've got three games in hand over West Ham. And nobody's kicked a cat. And nobody's <laughs> nobody's kicked a cat. Um. So, they're not out of the race of the top four by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, no, no, of course not. They're still, they're, they'll, they'll be in the mix, I imagine. If you're a team going to play Spurs, do you go to White Hot Lane thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to struggle to come away from this fixture with anything? Or do you think, well, I quite fancy ourselves here? Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably fancy my team to win. Yeah, so, you know, I don't think anybody holds any fear playing against Conte or um, or Spurs, do they? No, absolutely not. No. Uh, 
Okay, um, Knights won Crystal Palace, one team Puki scored after 38 seconds, as quickest Premier League goal so far this season. Wilfred Zaha then scored and then took an absolutely awful penalty. Uh, he missed the actual goal by, I said, a good sort of three, four feet. He said, I forgot to lift my, I forgot my, he said, I felt my left leg go and I thought, oh, I've messed this up. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely bit of internal monologue. <laughs> Excellent. At least he's honest. <laughs> he missed the entire goal, did you say? He missed the entire goal. And not that he just sort of just missed the entire goal. He properly missed it. It was um I'd find him a week's wages at least. <laughs> it was impressive how much he missed it by to be honest. There's no excuse for missing the goal. No. Uh and then finally for games this week, um Aston Villa three, Leeds three. Uh, Felipe Caccino scored and then assisted to Jacob Ramsey goals uh, and then uh, Dan James with two goals and Marcus Lorente um, scored for Leeds. This was 3-2 at half-time. There's also a red card for Ezra Konza. Uh, a draw keeps Leeds six points above the bottom three. Gerard says chaos is the right word to describe this game. Um, this is one where you really should catch the highlights because this was tremendous fun. Um, I'm never going to stop talking shit about Coutinho though, but every assist and every goal is money in the bank. Yeah, and he scored on his debut, didn't he? So he started off all right there. I mean, he's he's a very much a Premier League player. He, he's not built for La Liga or Barcelona. What do you mean by that? I mean, he's not good enough. <gasps> so you see... I'm just going to fire those shots. <laughs> Okay, so you think he's not good enough for La Liga, but he's good enough for the Premier League? Well, he, he, yeah. Are you I saying? Like are you saying he wouldn't get in the Elche team? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay, who's bottom of La Liga? It's Levante, isn't it? He wouldn't get in the Levante team. <laughs> no, that hot guy knows way better than that. <laughs> Okay, that's Premier League for um, games that have happened this week. Bits and bobs of leagues for this weekend. So we start in Spain. Um, Real Madrid on 53 points. Sevilla 47. Betis on 40. Woo! And, woo, and Barcelona on 38. Oh, look, he creeped into the top four. We can start talking about your fixtures. <laughs> I know, I can't believe you actually mentioned our names. <laughs> uh, Sevilla versus Elche. Villarreal versus Real Madrid. Levante Betis. Uh, and then it's the Barcelona derby. Espanyol versus Barcelona. Sure is. Uh, what's the talk of the town been this week coming up to that game then? Uh, how expensive tickets are. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, how expensive are tickets? Uh, yeah, you're going to need a small bank loan. Is this a thing that Espanyol do every year, or every year they're in La Liga? Do they sort of um, put the tickets up for Real Madrid and yes, Barcelona? They do. do every yes, team they do. do this? Yes, they do. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, Barcelona, isn't it? Do many Barcelona fans go to it? Is there sort of a, I, don't know, no, I know Vasquez? No, there's not. Yeah, there's not really an away fan culture in Spain because, well, it, there was a bigger distance for our teams to go to. Like, it takes seven hours to get to Sevilla from Barcelona. So. I, one of my favourite things about Spain is when an away team scores, and there's in the gods of the stadium, sort of in the top tier, there's about sort of thirty like or forty fans. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do love that. <laughs> Um, yeah. I do hate to point out, it's not seven hours between Espanyol and Barcelona, though, is it? Uh, no, it's about 20 minutes. My favourite actual explanation for that was from Justin, who just said that people in Spain are just happier, so that's why they don't feel the need to... He's absolutely right. That's why they don't feel the need to go to football every weekend and get away from their wives. 
This is true. Um, so you're confident for this? Is this a sort of game where uh, Espanol will get really, really up for it, playing you at their ground? Yeah, they always do. Um, but Xavi's first game in charge was against Espanol, and we... Just one? Drew, did didn't you? Win? No, you drew. Yeah, no, we drew. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, did we lose? <laughs> <laughs> no, they drew, I remember uh, that. Yeah, life comes at you fast. Yeah. He's back here again. Uh, but we played really well against Atletico, so... Yeah, he did, and Danny Alves is on a scoring streak. He's also suspended because he got recorded. Oh, did he? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he scored, got an assist, got sent off. He had a game. Is that like the perfect hat-trick? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> He's banned for two games as well, but we're appealing it, and it's not going to work because he deserved his red card. <laughs> um, um, and RD, RDT, he was... Mm-hmm. No, sorry, just because the RDT, who was linked with Arsenal in the transfer window, he could be uh, banging him in against you this weekend. Uh, in theory, yeah. In theory. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> What's your prediction? Um... I think we'll probably lose. Cause I... <laughs> <laughs> I know we played really well against Atletico, but... but... This is FC Barcelona, mm-hmm. and we're really bad defensively. So, and now we don't have Dani Alves. So, <laughs> just playing the percentages here. It's a derby. They care about it more than we do. We're gonna lose. I can't wait till Barcelona come on a pre-season tour of Truro, and I ask you for your of Cornwall, and I ask you for your prediction when Barcelona play Truro City, and you're gonna say, "We're gonna struggle to win this one." <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm gonna say is 18 nil. What's true? <laughs> yes. Wait, uh, is it the women's team? <laughs> I don't think they have one. I'm not Spain sure if they do. Spain just won their 21st game in a row in the league. Like you said, send them. It's like, send Jenny, yes. We won 9-1 yesterday. Send <laughs> Jenny. the second place team in the league. Send Jenny to Cornwall. I, if I see her, I will. Yeah? Yeah. Tell her the sun's been out and I'm tanned and bronzed. Uh- I'll tell, I'll tell you you've been running. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so in Italy, Inter are top on 53 points, a point ahead of Napoli. Uh, Milan are also on 52 points, and Juve 45. Um, so Inter lost the derby last week to uh, to Milan, and so this weekend it's first versus second as Napoli play Inter, Milan Sampdoria, and then it's 45th as Atlanta play Juventus. Um, in Germany, Adam Bayern top on 52 points. Woo! Happy days. Happy days. They are nine points clear of Dortmund, uh, and then Leverkusen are on 38 points and Union 34. So this weekend it is um, Leverkusen versus Stuttgart. Uh, oh, shit. I've written Bayern down twice. Hang on. Hang on. Is that because, is that because one of them is Leverkusen? Mm. I've done something here. Bayer rather than yeah. Bayern. Okay. Yeah, this weekend. Be, so. Sorry, Emma, you're assuming he hasn't also made a spelling mistake as well as just a general mistake. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yes, you're absolutely right. Bundes, German Bundesliga. Right, scores and fixtures this weekend. So, um, by Leverkusen are playing Stuttgart. I said that, didn't I? I'd already said I'd even said that, honestly. By Leverkusen are playing Stuttgart. Uh, Union Berlin are playing Borussia Dortmund. Uh, and then Bochum are playing Bayern Munich. There you go. Borussia Bayern, same thing, right? Yeah. Are you confident against Bochum, Adam? Always. Where are they in the league? 
the low Bayern Munich. They're eleventh. They are. They're twenty-seven <laughs> points behind you in eleventh place. I have only eighteen as well. So yeah. Even worse. So what's the um? What's the score going to be? Oh, four 0 And who's going to score? Who's your favourite Bayern Munich player? Who's my favourite Bayern Munich player? Yeah. Oh, so many. It's got to be Thomas Muller, isn't it? Yeah, it has got to be Thomas Muller for his comedy timings. I do like Thomas Muller. Emma, do you like Thomas Muller? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> I, I was convinced you were going to say something different. Um, in league, <laughs> league on this weekend, PSG are top on 56 points, uh, then Nice on 43, Marseille 42. So PSG versus Rennes, uh, Lyon versus Nice, uh, and Metz versus Marseille. In the news, um, Spurs have asked fans to stop using the Y word after uh, conducting a review which began in 2019 and had over 23,000 responses. 94% of respondents said it could be racist to Jewish people. Uh, Spurs have said now more than ever is the time to uh, reassess and consider its use. Lots of Spurs fans use it as some sort of reclamation of the... Uh, the sort of word as they've been called it themselves so many times but possibly uh, times will change um Sunderland won't reappoint Roy Keane as manager according to BBC it's because uh they've been difficulties in trying to extract him from his sky contract I follow a few Sunderland fans on uh Twitter and they're all really really gutted that they're not going to get Roy Keane I don't yeah, know. They have nothing but they have nothing but good memories of Roy Keane, though, relatively, don't they? You got them promoted. I guess so, yeah. I guess so. I seem to remember. I like, I like the clips I see of him on TV as a pundit. Yes, but would you want that in your dressing room if you were a Sunderland player? Uh, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> Not back then. Not if you're a player, but maybe if you're a fan. Oh, if you're a fan, I mean, yeah, it would be absolute box office. If this guy was your manager on a day-to-day basis, it would be an absolute nightmare. But you also know, well, but would it be? He's, like, like I said, he has a form. Yeah, but none of those players from 15 years ago are there now, though, are they? No. That's but... not true, is it? Because didn't they re-sign Jermaine Defoe? <laughs> That's true. I don't think he was... Also, also things, are, things are pretty bad if you're on... <laughs> If you're a Sunderland fan right now, so you can only dream of going up, right? Well, I've seen, yeah, some of them are saying like this is the worst it's ever been supported them. And I kind of think, well, you knowingly employed a paedophile only about five years ago, so <laughs> it's not that bad, surely. <laughs> but they're in a higher league then, Chris. They were, they were. That's true, and that's what matters. Um, I seem to remember Roy Keane on the Gary Neville podcast saying he still wanted to go back into management. So it does seem a little strange that it's uh, it's not happened maybe, maybe he meant maybe he meant not in league one yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's just set his sights a little bit higher there's a little caveat there okay fair enough maybe, maybe he's part of the difficulty in getting out of that sky <laughs> the difficulty was all his part <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Wayne Rooney has um, been talking a little bit to BBC Breakfast News. He's got a, I think he's Wayne, got. A... Wayne Rooney's been talking a little bit too much. <laughs> well, yeah, he. Um, I think he's got a documentary coming out on Amazon tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday night, so I think it comes out on the Friday. Uh, and he's been talking about his mistakes in the past um, and his overuse of alcohol. Uh, he said, "Quote unquote, that could have been the girls. It could have been drink driving, uh, which I've done. It could have been killing someone. You could kill yourself." Uh, and he had to keep issues 
such as his own mental health and alcohol abuse under wraps due to the sort of dressing room culture at the time. Uh, and he also said um, uh, he also wore longer boots to hurt Chelsea players in 2006 when Chelsea were winning the league, got back to win the league. Ironically, it led to his own injury because his longer studs stood, stuck in the turf and he did his metatarsal, didn't he, just before the World Cup. Um, the FASC. What, in, in that game? Yes, in that game. But he also did John Terry as well. Well, he did. So it's not all bad news, is it? Um, <laughs> and to clarify... That was the bit I was talking about when I said he was talking too much. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, um, the FA is seeking for him to clarify his comments. Uh, and Colleen Rooney has come out this week and she's sort of said we've had to work hard as a family. Um, and she doesn't like him spending time on his own because of his drinking in the past. But, you know, they're trying to put the sort of his alcohol and his fidelity issues in the past behind them. Uh, and she's been in court this week with um, uh, Rebecca so Vardy. Sorry? We're trying to put it behind us, so let's make a documentary. <laughs> um, she's been in court this week with um, Rebecca Vardy, hasn't she? She has. I've been reading about that. Rebecca Vardy's a piece of fuck. <laughs> well, she, I think she's a, a victim of very unfortunate circumstances because she was ordered to turn over various different sort of mobile phones to the authorities, wasn't she, to, to go through them. And do you know what's happened to these mobile phones? Well, one of the ones, the one, of, the one that her PR had, Accidentally, a couple of days after the order was the order was given, it, it um, accidentally ended up at the bottom of the North Sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it did. Um, which was des- which was described as very unfortunate. Yes, and then uh, her and Jamie's phones had their uh, were hacked and had all the information on the phones that they're about to helpfully hand over to the authorities. That was all deleted, wasn't it? Oh, oh, what a shame. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I didn't hear about that bit. Yeah, so it's all gone. Every single piece of information is either... Hackers, <laughs> how dare they? It's either hacked or um, disappeared at the bottom of the ocean. Sebastian C. Crab's got it. At a certain point, that should be preventing the course of justice, right? Uh, I guess it could be at some point. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you make of these comments about his sort of struggles with um, alcohol and all that sort of thing? It's good for him for being honest about it. Yeah. Is it an excuse for not keeping it in his trousers, though? I mean, that's the excuse he's going to use, isn't it? Right. I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it sounds a bit... I, I think, I think he, he might have got... But that, he's, the stuff about his drinking is also beyond that as well, isn't it? Yes, I think there is. Yeah. He, talk, he talks about locking himself away on days off and just drinking. Hmm. Which, which is bleak. Yeah, and then sort of... we should have just got a hobby. Well, he did, but then Colleen found him. <laughs> <laughs> Prostitutes are a hobby. <laughs> but there's times when you look at him, you do sort of feel sorry for him as a sort of... You can imagine him feeling very alone. There was the sort of photograph of him at the casino by himself that time, wasn't there? I mean, that was only a couple of years ago. Maybe don't go to a casino. Can you imagine Can you imagine Wayne Rooney's flag? Like, it would have been, what would it have been like? England, booze, Manchester. (laughs) England, booze, prostitute. Slot machines. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and he talked about how the fact he went up to... um, He used to go up... When he was about 12 years old, he used to disappear from Liverpool up to Southport with his mates and get into fights and stuff and come back with, like, bloody noses and things. So he had his own private fight? I imagine he could could handle himself. I imagine he could. Sorry, Emma? He had his own fight club. Yeah. And he talked about it. Okay. 
That's Imagine cool. the idea that you had to leave Liverpool to find a fight. <laughs> I don't think he was trying hard enough. Yeah. Um, when I was Why in... are the FA going to look into something that happened in 2006? That's ridiculous, isn't it? You wouldn't think that they've got better things to do, like look into guys who kick cats. Well, they yeah. can't, but they can't. What can they be seen to do? Not do something. Well, he's not a player anymore, so what does it matter? Oh yeah, I'd be interested to see what they do with him when they when they issue him with like a six game ban. <laughs> like... What what do they want to do? Invent a time machine to ban him? <laughs> um, it, what a waste of time. Speaking of not being able to find things in uh, Liverpool, when I was at university there, um, I. I felt the need to buy some drugs at this nightclub and no one had any and I think they thought I was an undercover policeman or something. <laughs> I can imagine that. I say, have you got any of that Charlie? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Please may I have any, uh, some of your finest drugs. Have you got any snuff? <laughs> yeah, so I walked around this nightclub in the centre of town for about an hour. I didn't get any and thought, sod it. But yeah, I must have looked, I must have stuck out like a sore thumb. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Zen <laughs> uh, Shakiri has joined Chicago Fire. Um, Chicago Fire have now got themselves a new fan in Cornwall as well. Uh, someone tweeted today, a lady tweeted today, that she's glad he's joined Chicago, which is where she was from, because she wanted to see how strong those thighs were. She got her head stuck between them. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and Barcelona uh, have signed a three-year, 280 million euro shirt and stadium sponsorship deal with Spotify. No wonder they've got all that money if they don't pay their artists. <laughs> Sign away that soul. Yeah, so are you looking forward to playing at the Joe Rogan Stadium in a couple of years? <laughs> yeah, God, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> They're sponsoring what? the men's team, the women's team, the training kit, and the naming rights camp now oh. excellent stuff what's the name gonna be i don't know spotify presents the new camp new i think it's still gonna have the word camp new in. um and i think it's like the like the camp new spotify or something stadium i think the word spotify has got to be after camp new uh i don't care which way around it is i will never be saying that word in relation to the name of the stadium my team plays in no and i don't know whether you heard football weekly this week Adam, the spotify but... arena <laughs> but they're saying that a lot of people still call bolton stadium the reebok and it's not been the reebok for you know years and years and they've had like two or three sponsors since then and nobody ever called st james's part the sports direct arena did they no uh, they well but from official uh well i imagine even then sometimes yeah you're right yeah, I don't remember listening. Could you, could you imagine calling the Emirates anything else as well, like, after all this time now? Uh, yes, it seems. You've got Ashburton Grove. What is it? Uh, yeah, Ashburton Grove was the, official, was the original title, wasn't it, of the stadium? Yeah. 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 Um, Emma, just think of all the lovely, lovely players you could buy with this 280 million euros. Mmm, Yeah. So, what's the justification from the, the club? Are they saying this has just got to pay all the debts off? Yeah. What's the justification? Uh, well, we need a new sponsor and we're over a billion dollars in debt. That's the justification. So, this is only about a quarter of your debt, isn't it? At this, this oh, yeah, it deal. doesn't touch the sides. No, absolutely. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I mean, We've done business grand, with worse in grand, people. In the grand scheme of things... Spotify's not that bad, right? 
No, they're pretty evil. They employ Joe Rogan and they don't pay their artists. But we did business with Qatar, so we're not going to throw any stones. And UNICEF. Yeah. Everywhere you go, there's starving people around UNICEF. (laughs) Yeah, what did you do with all that money, UNICEF? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess when you've been used to sort of... I mean, I don't suppose it's been the case for some time, but people sort of see Barcelona as... Because the way they play football and the fact they didn't have a shirt sponsor for so long, maybe people see Barcelona as a bit different and then all of a sudden Spotify coming in with their Joe Rogan issues and <laughs> it's sort of like... It's, that's not been the case for a very long time. No, but... Since we did business with Qatar, it's not been the, it's not been the case for a very long time. No, I know. I was, I was just trying to sort of see how your know, average punter on the street would oh, sit. Oh, like people here don't like it. Okay. Naming rights to come now. That's a sacred thing. Mm. That's going too far. Um, I don't think but anybody that, that particularly cares what it says on the front of the shirt, but the naming rights to the stadium is a whole different thing. Mm. That, would have, that would have been the case if, that, if you'd done it to UNICEF again, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah, <laughs> We would have complained if they'd have called it the UNICEF Camp Nou Arena. <laughs> bastards aren't they because we're ungrateful that's what we are okay uh kathy hummels um separated wife of Matt's. she's been mugged whilst uh, working on a tv program in thailand she was said she was hit several times and made to hand over her telephone uh mark Overmars uh in sexual assault corner this week um <laughs> he's quit his role at ix over inappropriate messages to female staff uh last week he said i i was confused I was confronted with uh, reports about my behaviour and how it came across to others. I didn't realise that I was crossing the line. Um, Dutch paper Het Parool uh, alleges that he shared images of his genitals, uh, but didn't realise he'd crossed the line. <laughs> Imagine not thinking that you've crossed the line there. Yeah. Uh, Ten Hag, the Ajax manager, spoke after their 5-0 victory against Vitesse in the Dutch Cup yesterday, a game which I watched it was really good because of some fantastic goals and um, he said this is disastrous especially for the victims so some empathy there so uh, and i think he says they want to sort of move on quickly i think he said he was very disappointed as well because he's worked with those miles for quite some time and you know this is the sort of last thing you expect from these people and he feels that he's been let down as well as the club and um, people involved um Club World Cup, Palmeiras beat Al-Akhali 2-0 in their semi-final and Al-Hilal uh, lost 1-0 to a Romelu Lukaku goal for Chelsea. Um, in the fifth place playoff, uh, Monterey beat Al Jazeera 3-1. In the Copa Italia, it's the quarter-finals. Uh, Edin Dzeko and um, Alexis Sanchez goals gave Inter a 2-0 win over Roma. Milan beat Lazio 4-0 to Olivier Giroud, one Rafa out and uh, Frank Kessie goal. Copa del Rey, Emma, Rayo Vulcano 1, Betis 2. Tell us about William Carvalho's goal. Wasn't it lovely? It was, wasn't it? Kind of nutmegged the um, Rayo defender and just put it in the corner. But that guy needs to retire because he's never <laughs> going to recover from it. He was mugged. He was he was assaulted there. <laughs> he's, he's never going to get his dignity back. I mean, when you think Real Betis and uh, nutmegs, you don't automatically think of William Carvalho, do you? <laughs> no. No, you don't. No. <laughs> um... In Uruguay, it's the first, actually, I, I put this in because I thought she'd be here this week. She said she might be. Uh, it's the first week of the new Uruguay season, but both Penarol and uh, Nacional lost. Penarol lost 1-0 to Phoenix. Uh, Nacional lost 3-2 at home to Deportivo Maldonado. 
Um, what else have we got? Oh, in Iraq, Al Shorta scored in stoppage time against uh, Al Talaba in the Baghdad derby. They're now 19 points clear, so about to win the league. And staying with Iraq football news, um, the Iraqi FA has unveiled a statue of Ahmed Ravi, uh, who scored Iraq's only goal in the 1986 World Cup. Um, and it's the qualifying stage of the Copa Libertadores. These are first legs. So Montevideo, oh, sorry, Montevideo City Talk won. Barcelona won of Ecuador, Emma. Woo! Um, <laughs> sorry. You play the music. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Every bloody week. Uh, Adam Bryan would be very happy as um, Deportivo Lara of uh, Venezuela lost 3-2 at home to um, uh, Bolivar of Bolivia. Uh, it was Chico time because he scored two. Um, and Universidad uh, Cesar Vallejo of Peru uh, lost 1 0 at home to Olympia of Paraguay. I'll put that little joke in there for you. Did you like that? I loved it. <laughs> uh, okay, in the Premier League this weekend, so we start on Saturday at 12 30. Um, BT Sport as Manchester United play Southampton. Uh, this is the Danny Wallace derby, not that one. Um, both teams have 1 2 drawn to, lost one of their last five. Uh, Manchester United are fifth, a point behind. Uh, and with the game in hand over West Ham in fourth. Um, Southampton are 10, they're eight points behind uh, the Conference League place with Spurs. So I guess Southampton are sort of bumbling along in the middle, but United have got something to play for. Um, in the same way, Emma, as I asked earlier on, if teams go to uh, White Hart Lane thinking, oh, we'll be lucky to get away with something here. How do you think teams approach Old Trafford these days? The same way. Yeah, you don't go there thinking it's some sort of fortress anymore. No, I think we're going to win 2-0 at the very least oh really you think that's what Southampton are going to think do you yeah why shouldn't they but they just went to Spurs and won why can't they go to Manchester United who also suck yeah I mean I guess they not only they won they scored three goals as well didn't they so they exactly, uh, yeah. yeah so why why wouldn't they fancy their chances against well, didn't you say that Harry Maguire injured his own man fucking up well he ran into he ran into his own man I think he was okay afterwards but yeah, he ran in. I mean, yeah, Harry Maguire will be defending. <laughs> It'd be good for Manchester United if he was injured. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I don't know why, why anybody would be afraid. I'd just be thinking, we're going to score at least five goals here, because, you know. That central defensive partnership of um, Rafa Varane and Harry Maguire, I mean, you've got one of the most cultured defenders in the game and one of the most and beautiful Harry men in the game and Harry Maguire I mean watching those two play side by side every week as a United fan must be one of the most confusing things ever do you think that Rafa Varane thinks every day he wakes up and thinks I've made a terrible mistake why am I here right. I should have just signed that contract <laughs> I think so how many points so uh, six points ahead Real Madrid are in the league I mean he would have been in the team wouldn't he he would have started of he would yeah <laughs> And I guess um, he would have been in the running to be club captain as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And plus he'd have better weather as well. well. Everything would have been better for him, <laughs> just across the board. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're going for a Southampton winning? I am. I absolutely am. Yeah. Oh, well done. Uh, Adam? <laughs> no. No, okay. <laughs> just no. That's what just no. You can take the boy out of <laughs> face. You can take the boy out of Fairham. Well, that went down well. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get sort of local rivalry bants there with you. Yeah, you tried. I did. <laughs> Not hard enough, obviously. Or maybe too hard. Yeah. 
<laughs> Brentford versus Crystal Palace, uh, three o'clock on Saturday. The Ricky Newman derby. Uh, Brentford have lost their last six, as we said. They conceded fourteen and scored three in their last five. Um, Palace themselves—they're not on a particularly good run. They've not won since they beat um, Heroic Palace, which is actually Norwich. Uh, they've not won since they beat <laughs> <laughs> since they beat Norwich on the twenty-eighth of December. So that's some time. I mean, I'm guessing they might have had some games called off in between. Uh, Brentford seven points above the drop, but have played one game more. I've written safe question mark. I mean, we kind of talked about that earlier on, but they need to start winning games. And I guess if you're playing Palace, and haven't won a game for nine on six weeks. This is the sort of thing you want, isn't it? Yeah, you would think so. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily think anything's going to change there. They might get a draw instead of losing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Adam. I, I mean, Palace's um, chances will be greatly improved if they didn't kick penalties into the ground. That was a fabulous penalty, wasn't it? Oh, um, it was something else, isn't it? <laughs> it was. It was almost um, Thierry Henry-esque, but with no player running in to try and to try and do the little one-two bit. No, um, you think Patrick Vieira is under any pressure? Not winning since December. I guess we've had a cup week that week and other bits and bobs, haven't we? And there might not be that many games. Thinking they must about have it. had COVID postponements, two, right? Two cup weeks, right? Yes, two, fourth round. Two, yeah. two two FA Cup weeks. So it was the week off. Yeah. So that's nearly um that's three weeks. Um I don't think but then oddly he was under pressure after like four games for some reason reportedly, wasn't he? So you don't know where he stands. Yeah. What exactly are their expectations here? Yeah, he shouldn't be under any pressure in my mind. No, I don't think he should either, but in this topsy turvy world of everything has to happen now. Um, I mean, but Crystal Palace aren't Watford, so he should be fine. Yes, I guess so. Uh, okay, um, Everton versus Leeds, three o'clock in the Gary Speed Derby. Everton sixteenth, uh, and I've got nineteen points. They are two above the relegation zone. Leeds six points above from fifteenth place. A chance for Everton to drag Leeds in, I reckon. Um, Everton lost their last four. Uh, Leeds have got seven points from their last four games. Um, they scored nine in that time as well. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> I think this meeting of minds between Frank Lampard and Marcelo Bielsa, I know they had the um, the sort of meeting of minds in the Championship a couple of years ago, but I can't see it happening again. Oh, I don't know. This is the... Um, oh, I wonder if Frank's got sort of uh, Spygate revenge in mind as well. Uh, they're going to... The Leeds fans are going to be so chippy about with all the binocular things, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They'll all sort of make the binocular yeah. sort of shapes. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah, imagine the banter. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, do you hold out much hope for this game, if you were an Everton fan? Yeah, Leeds haven't been... Well, Leeds have been all right. It'll be exciting. I think it'll probably be a good game. Yes, I don't think it'll be boring, no. This could be first on Leeds, Monday. And it leads, anything can happen. Mm. Um, what do you think will happen? Well, I think it's literally a coin toss. You think that's how they should settle it at the start? No, because I think it'll be a good game. Isn't it? If Burnley are playing, toss the coin. <laughs> okay, Emma? Uh, I think Leeds will win. Yeah. 
comfortably. Mm. Or it would be exciting like Adam says so anything yeah, I think and stuff. That'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh Wolford versus Brighton. Should we toss toss a coin for this one? Oh no. Bang on bear with me. We've got someone joining. Heads, tails. Hello, how are you? Am I tossing a coin? What kind of coin is it? Is it a peso? It can is be it a peso. Euro? Listeners, Jesse has just joined us, so Is it a Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, we've already Jesse, we've already done news, uh, and in news, I wrote down it was the first week of the Uruguay season, and Penarol and Nacional lost, didn't they? Yes, they did. But that's okay. What is winning, anyway? Winning is being with you. Yes, it's certainly not being on Antonio Conte, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the pod. <laughs> so Watford versus Brighton, three o'clock. The Glen Murray derby. So Watford three points off of safety. Um, Brighton have got their sort of six points off the Conference League place. Um, they've drawn four out of their last five games. Brighton have. Um, Watford concede an average of one point eight six goals per season. I, gl- I guess with the Roy effect, that might come down a little bit. Um, should Brighton be looking up at the Conference League or the Roy effect? The Roy effect. <laughs> Should Brighton be looking this, <laughs> Should Brighton be looking up at this conference space, or is European football the last thing a, a squad of their size needs? Why not shoot for the stars? Yeah, worry about that next season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, think of the money that they'll get. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jesse, what do you think? Yes, we love or sometimes don't love Brighton, depending on who we're talking about. Well, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Oh, against Watford? Mm. Oh. Um. They're going to lose 2-1. Oh, okay. Uh, Adam? Um, Brighton will win. Brighton will win. What? What? Adam, you never think Brightford. 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 (laughs) Great. Good job. I support that team. Wins for everyone. Uh, Norwich vs Manchester City, half past five on Sky, uh, the Darren Huckabee derby. So the last two meetings have ended 5-0 to City, un- unsurprisingly enough. Um, City won four out of five. Uh, Norwich got seven points from the last nine available. Uh, can they do it? Although they, have, they are conceding an average no. of two goals a game this season. No? <laughs> no, what? it's going to be 5-0 again. Why would it be different? <laughs> and anyone see the really weird comments from Pep after the game yesterday? Oh yes, about that Palmeiras. He said that he, they weren't the best in the world, but he didn't yeah. care. Yeah, we're not the best in the world, but I don't care. Okay. Like he does care. Anyone that says I don't care. Yeah, he that definitely man cares. Did. He cares too much. <laughs> There's a great children's song called Pierre, and it's about a boy who says he doesn't care, and then he gets eaten by a lion. And that's my contribution to this discourse. I bet he cared then, didn't he? He didn't. Well, even when he was being eaten? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then the lions, I don't care, because it was actually Pierre. Oh. Great. Wow. Yeah. Maybe Pep could be eaten by the lion. Do you think he'd care then? I don't think he Pep would. No? He would just coach from within. <laughs> from inside the lion. <laughs> yeah. He probably would. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're all. Uh, I mean, this is a, a this is at Cara Road, I and mean, that, that doesn't make any difference, I guess, does it? Why does that matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, okay. Uh, right. Literally playing Lions Den, and they would still be like, yeah, <laughs> got it. 
Sunday, 2 o'clock, um, it's Burnley versus Liverpool in the Jimmy Triori own goal derby. Um, Burnley have drawn their... <laughs> la- <laughs> Honestly, it's a sight to behold. Two thousand. Oh, no, I remember it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Burnley drawn their last three. Liverpool got successive wins against Palace and Brentford, and they are drawing against um, Leicester City tonight. Liverpool averaged two winning. What sorry, happened? sorry, winning. Um, Liverpool averaged. Excited them for a minute. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Liverpool averaging two point six four goals per game at the moment. Burnley one win all season. They are bottom. They are uh, got fourteen points, four from safety, but two games in hand. Um, will their predicament get any better or worse after this weekend, Adam? I generally thought, as you were saying, Adam, you were go, they are bottom, they are rubbish. <laughs> they are rubbish. This is true, one win. But they look pretty yeah. decent against in the second half against um, United. Did they? <laughs> you know what? I think part of that is because at least for some people who are me, you just don't want United to to win. Mm-hmm. I don't think so you're anybody, alone in that. No, I'm I'm right here. I also don't want to <laughs> win. Right? So you just like anybody else looks good by comparison because they're just not United. Yeah. No, that's a, yeah. That's but they are maybe. pushing it to make Burnley look good. <laughs> that is very true. Uh. Do we think the Liverpool, the Burnley are make it difficult for Liverpool, or is this sort no. of no, no? Like no, you should actually not. say it this time. No, I said it last yeah, time. and Nothing happened. In fact, remember this was the game. Yeah, this was back. <laughs> no, <laughs> this was the game last season where I think Mo didn't pass to Sadio, and then they substituted one off, didn't they? And that person was not very happy. Do you remember that? Well, they're never going to be friends now, are they? Because he beat him in the final mm. of AFCON and he told the goalkeeper <laughs> to save his penalty. I mean, they're never going to be friends. He's never going to pester him again. The header. <laughs> my new header on my Twitter profile is the two of them whispering to each other in front of the goalkeeper. <laughs> that was fabulous, that was. <laughs> Evil. Uh, Newcastle versus Aston Villa, two o'clock on Sky in the Steve Watson derby. Newcastle haven't lost uh, since losing at home to um, Manchester City on the 19th of December. They've got successive wins. Um, Villa have drawn two and lost one of their last uh, three games. Newcastle need to improve uh, both ends of the pitch. They uh, only average uh, 1.09 goals per game uh, and they're conceding two goals a game. So hopefully all those signings will help improve that, won't they, Jesse? Yes, you just went so fast that I'm not even sure what I'm agreeing to. <laughs> they need to yes. improve. Am I agreeing? No. Yes. They need they need to improve defensively and offensively. Oh, and offensively is not what I understood. But yes, that is correct. I agree. What did you understand? I heard it was somebody's name. Chris, you didn't understand any of it. <laughs> did you understand it? No. Oh, shall I read it all again? In fact, now Jesse's joined us, I'll start this podcast again. Can you do it in Spanish? Right, okay. Let me try this in Spanish. Okay. Um... No, actually, don't. (laughs) El Sundayo. Yes. One of those words is correct. (laughs) I bet I'm not too far wrong with the other one either. Yeah, you're a million miles away. Well, do you know what? I might just go to the Telebanco on Sunday. The 
Why would you do that? Just because. Why don't you think that's a place you can go? <laughs> well, I might just go there and pick up a pen and paper and write out loads of Uble Dibles. Oh my god! I don't actually understand that in any language. <laughs> Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. 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 Uh, who do you think is going to win then? Newcastle and uh, Aston Villa. Probably Villa. Yeah. What? Even you though this. They should. They gave us such an enjoyable match. Where were you 45 minutes ago? Someone's actually watched the games. <laughs> oh, sorry. I could have. <laughs> I could have really done with you. <laughs> <laughs> At least somebody could. <laughs> uh, this is at St James's Park, so you still think Villa's going to win? Yeah. Yeah. Adam. I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Who do you think? Wait, let's tell Adam what he meant. Um, Adam, yes or no? Yeah, but all I had was Aston Villa, and I. Uh, yes, yes or no? New oh, he's definitely not going to say yes to that. Newcastle versus Aston Villa. Oh, Newcastle are a great team. They will be. Yeah. They're yeah. a great team. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, probably some of the moms. Maybe. Well, Jake Humphrey tweeted yesterday that you know he took a picture of or a video of the um, of the Newcastle Stadium with all the flags waving and the noise being made by all the Newcastle fans and said, you know, you don't get this atmosphere anywhere else. Uh, I mean, I, I did reply saying Jamalka Shoggy's not going to wave that flag himself, but you know that didn't get the traction. I also, hoped. has he never been to any other football stadium in the well, like, entire world? Liverpool no, on a European true. night. But it's true. He's he's technically he's correct. You don't get an atmosphere <laughs> of Newcastle waving fans anywhere else. Sure, but yeah, you do it Newcastle he's Jets. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Technically, he's he's nailed it. Well, yeah, not he's not because New, Newcastle Jets play in the A League, don't they? Uh, well, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> Surely the best atmosphere is Newcastle, uh, is Liverpool under the lights on a European night. That's what everyone says, isn't it? Everyone like, in Montevideo said about it. Liverpool of Uruguay, correct. <laughs> I've, I've experienced it, let me tell you. Overrated. Oh, ooh. Yeah, some of it's not, um, <laughs> not over it. My team didn't even win, and it was it was still way quieter than it should have been. <laughs> I bet it wasn't. <laughs> it was. Yeah, you. Even if it was the noisiest place in the world, you still wouldn't admit it, would you? I mean, I guess it was quite where you were, weren't you? There wasn't, there wasn't a lot to celebrate. That's not true. There was. There, I could hear crying. Could you? <laughs> was it coming from your eyes? <laughs> it was coming from my eyes. Yeah. Uh, okay, Spurs versus Wolves, two o'clock at the Dean Richards derby. Spurs have lost their last two. Jesse, Wolves have won four out of five. <laughs> Uh, did we talk about that one already? We have talked about that one. You can you can add some context to it if you want. Spurs conceded seven in their last three. I don't... Adam, thank you for that throat clearing. Yeah, we don't... It's fine. <laughs> There's a mute button somewhere. <laughs> throat clearing. Um, I'm on it. <laughs> no, I just like that that was his contribution to the discourse. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, what, what do you reckon is going to happen this week? What do you make of uh, the game the other day and what do you think uh, is going to happen this weekend? Um, I don't... No, just no. Don't wanna. You don't want to talk about the other game, the game yeah. the other day. No, okay. Were you surprised by the result the other day? I am surprised that nobody so far has um, uh, 
come out with the the relationship between Harry Winks and Daniel Levy. There, I don't, there's no other reason for that adorable but useless man to be on the pitch. I mean, is it is he the nephew? Is he the secret love child? Why the fuck else is he playing? He's so bad. I'd love to be I described can. as adorable and but useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's eye candy. That's what he's there for. I, but like, put him on the bench and let him just sit there and smile. Mm-hmm. That works. The rest of us have been told to do that. Let Harry Winks do that. <laughs> Stop. Just, you're not good. Um, I, um, my maths teacher once described me to my dad as um, a really nice lad, but there's not a lot going on up there. Is that Harry Winks? <gasps> wow. What? That's, that's a really mean thing for a teacher to say. <laughs> that's a, a horrible teacher. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what he said. To be fair, he was a very nice. He was a lovely man, actually, and I think. No, not, was it? Like I think he was saying it in jest. To be fair, my dad agreed as well. Um... <laughs> I want the name of that. That is horrible. <laughs> uh, is that what Harry Winks would be if he was having a school report? I, no, because now I feel bad for saying that, Harry Winks. I hope you're not listening, and if you are, I'm sure you have amazing qualities, and you're probably great at algebra. <laughs> uh, my algebra skills haven't improved. Um, so, what do you reckon? If you are listening, please slide into my DM. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> There's no Harry, room. Harry, Harry, I hope you're better at sliding into DMs. <laughs> Is there any room in your DMs with the Levante coach? Yes, so much room. I will make room for you. Oh. Jesse, how's the game going to go this weekend? Who's going to win? Will it be Spurs or Wolves? God, it doesn't even matter who we're playing, other teams will win. Really? Okay. <laughs> Every other team. Like, it'd be friendly. We'll be like, oh, yeah. okay, we remember how to play now. Because the other team is how we shouldn't play. Yeah. Uh, okay, finally, Leicester versus West Ham. Half past four uh, on Sky, the Andy Impey derby. Uh, West Ham won their last three uh, in this fixture, scoring ten goals. Of course, they had that win the other day. Uh, and Leicester, um, what's their aim for the rest of the season? They're sort of... Stuck in the middle, aren't they? Not suck. To not suck. That's just their aim, is it? Yeah. Will they achieve that aim? No. <laughs> they won't be stars, but they won't be good. No. They will just sort of no. be there. Yes, correct. Okay, uh, Adam, what do you reckon? Favorite Sorry, time I was of just, the week. I was using that mute button again. Are you, are you still coughing? Eh? Is this the same coughing? I, I, I just got really into the mute button, and then that's why. Um, what do you reckon is going to happen in this game? Uh, he doesn't know what game we're talking about, does he? Adam, this is um Aston Villa. It's not Aston Villa. Stop lying to me about Aston Villa again. <laughs> Go on, who are we talking about? And process of elimination, who are we talking about? I'm pretty sure we were talking about Spurs. Okay, against... Oh, a team. We weren't talking about Spurs, we were talking about Leicester yeah, versus West Ham. <laughs> how long are you going to let him go on for? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear after West Ham. Who, who are playing West Ham? West Ham was the last team I read out. They were the away team. It's Leicester versus West Ham. I'd actually got by Leicester to get to uh, West Ham. 
What do you yeah, think? Yeah, but it, it broke up a little bit. I didn't hear it. All right? Oh, okay. What do, reckon... with me. <laughs> what do you reckon? What do you reckon is going to happen in this game? Um, West Ham will win because Leicester are rubbish. Yeah. Okay. Emma, have you yeah. have you said this? Um, I think that West Ham will win, but I don't want them to win because of animal abuse. No. Okay. I want Leicester to win as well for that very reason. They hunt. They hunt. They had oh, they do. Leicester. Yes, Leicester. Oh, well, fuck them both. Leicester run out to uh, a tune called the Post Horn Gallop, which isn't what you think it is. Uh, it is. Um, it's like a sort of a, a, a long-handled trumpet that they play um, at fox hunting, and that's the noise they now, run out to. Out, both teams out. And if yeah. you look at a map of Leicestershire, it's faced. It's shaped in a fox's head. So that's why they kill them. Why are they hunting themselves? That's yeah. that's very. Ballistic. <laughs> the foxes on the horses. Both teams out. They're Both. fox hunting, not, and they're the foxes. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Does anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, Adam, you please know that brings us to the end of our Premier League roundup and the end of our podcast. Um, we are Man of the Post, part of the Man of the Post network, so... Uh, Ali and Dave and Simon will be back next week to review the games that we've been previewing um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook or uh, um, Twitter at Man of the Post uh, if you like what you hear you can rate and review us on all your podcast platforms you can follow us or subscribe to us on Stitcher, Spotify Acast and uh, Apple Podcasts and all your future episodes fall automatically into your inbox uh, Adam, if they want to follow you how do they do that? They can't, Chris. Emma, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? Uh, they can't, but how do they follow you, Chris? They follow me at Jesse Loach. Jesse, how do they follow you? They follow me at C Etchingham. Give me a minute and I will remember the entire thing. And it will be 77. great. Thank you. There's no underscore <laughs> in my name. No, you're just Jesse Loach, aren't you? At Jesse Loach. Am, am I just C Etchingham 77? You're just C Etchingham 77. Try yeah. Type that in, you'll find that. I am, I am CXGM77, that is what I am. Yeah. Yep. Cool, right guys, thank you ever so much, and always remember to keep El Hombre on the post.